Welcome to the Funeral Fact Podcast. Our goal is to lift the veil of mystery from funeral customs and traditions for our listeners around the globe. I'm your host, Jeff Casper. Before we get started with today's program, I wanted to welcome our new subscribers in the United States, Canada, the United Kingdom, France, Germany, Sweden, Slovakia, the Netherlands, and Japan. If you're a new listener, welcome to you. We're growing by leaps and bounds. And you can help even more people find us by subscribing in iTunes, Apple Podcasts, or the Google Play Music Store. You can subscribe with just one click on our website, funeralfact.com. Don't forget to leave a review in iTunes or Google Play as well. Today we're going to be exploring caskets and cremation vessels. Joining us today is Ed Cox, a funeral service consultant with Matthews Aurora Funeral Solutions. Welcome, Ed. How are you doing? I'm doing great this morning. Thank you, Jeff, for having me. Perfect. Now, as someone who, who sells uh, uh, caskets and cremation vessels, I, the first question that comes to mind is, uh, from a career path, how, how did you end up in this industry? Well, you'll find out in the funeral industry that there are many generations of families that, uh, that grow up in the funeral industry. Uh, I happen to, uh, my grandfather... Uh, owned a mortuary in Oakland, California, uh, John Cox Mortuary, um, where my uh, grandfather ran for the um, county coroner uh, way back in the mid-50s, mid, mid 50s, uh, 1950. And um, my father worked in the mortuary uh, in the 70s, and uh, as there were three or four family members uh, trying to work in the family funeral business, um, there was an opportunity for him to get out and start selling caskets. Uh, he did that for about 25 years. Um, and uh, when it was time for him to uh, sit back, I stepped in and took over the territory. So I represent uh, my company, Matthews Aurora, in all of Northern California. Wow. Uh, that's that's a pretty big territory, too. Um, I was wondering... I, do you have any idea what? How did caskets come about? I'm just thinking, you know, in the 1600s, they probably just dug a hole and and put the body in there. If you know, once they'd figured out that's a good way to to uh, quell uh, the spread of disease. But do you have an idea of how uh, uh, caskets really came together? That's that's a great question. Um, I know, um, you know, if I were to to guess and, and, and read into it, I would say that the Egyptians uh, probably had a little to do with it when they would um, mummify and 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 entomb um, the deceased. Um, I know I could speak for for my company. Um, my company um, started a hundred and probably 35 years ago, um, as uh, it was started off as Aurora Coffin Company, and they only made wood caskets. And it wasn't until probably the mid-1900s where they started manufacturing metal caskets. So, um, But, um, you know, taking care of our loved ones has been something they've been doing since the beginning of time. Yeah. Um, now, actually, that's a perfect lead into my next question, which is, uh, you'd mentioned a wood casket and a metal casket. Well, what are the different types of caskets? What, what choices do, does a consumer have? Well, a family who walks into a, a funeral home and it's time to uh, select a casket, uh, basically there are two general types of caskets. There are metal caskets and there are wood caskets. 
um, and many things determine the, the price on the casket. Um, at the very high end, there are bronze caskets, uh, and as we go down uh, kind of the, the from highest to lowest, we've got bronze, we've got copper, we've got stainless steel. Uh, there's 18-gauge metal, which means the thicker piece of metal versus a 20-gauge piece of metal, um, which means in a cemetery setting, um, it'll last longer, uh, deterioration will set in a little bit later um, when it comes to the different types of metals. Um, and then with wood caskets, um, you have many different species of caskets. And you can associate wood caskets with some of the fine uh, cabinetry in your, in your kitchen or furniture in your home. Um, but on the very higher end, there's mahogany, cherry, walnut caskets. Uh, we also work with oak, poplar, uh, pecan, um, and then we work with a lot of veneers as well. Um, cloth caskets are something that, uh, that people can purchase as well, which is basically a uh, particle board uh, casket that's covered in a nice uh, felt uh, material. Okay, now, does it, uh, do, do caskets really seal, seal completely? Is, is that one of the ideas of a casket, or uh, does it vary depending on whether it's metal wood or, or different uh, subsets of those? Well, uh, we, we actually, funeral directors, and we can't use the word sealing anymore, we've, we've ch changed that verbiage into a, a gasketed or non-gasketed casket. Uh, most metal caskets, caskets have a, a live rubber gasket uh, that kind of that closes the caskets and um, uh, what a, a gasketed casket does is it actually um, there's three things that can break down that that rubber gasket um, it is uh, UV rays uh, ultraviolet light uh, petroleum uh, products uh, and those are things that are not set into a that are not in a cemetery setting um, so what that gasket does for families is it gives them, you know, peace of mind, I would, I should say. Um, there's also um, a locking mechanism on these caskets uh, where you would lock the casket uh, with a key um, and that would give it a tighter close. Um, uh, the other thing that that, that, uh, uh, that keeps out is circulating air. So uh, it just helps protect uh, a little bit more um, but of course, you've got wood caskets. But which caskets are purchased because of the beauty of the wood, the grain pattern, um, the high, the high gloss finishes, um, and those, of course, um, they do not have a gasket on it. Um, but people buy that primarily on the beauty of the hardwood. Now, you know, as you were talking, an idea or a thought came into my mind, which was, I've always been surprised that they don't have like a nameplate or something on on a casket uh, for the loved one because, you know, occasionally a cemetery needs to be moved or you might want to ship somebody to a new new uh, cemetery uh, or a mausoleum. Um, is there some kind of an identifying mark that goes or, you know, where you can open it up and go, okay, yeah, this is the right casket that we want and, and send it off? Is, uh, I guess an identification system is what I'm yeah, so, so, so on our, on uh, the majority of our, our metal caskets and the majority of our wood caskets, we have something that's called a memorial tube. And basically, it is a 
um, it's a small hole at the end of a casket, and there's a, there's a tube that is inserted in there. And it's all connected um, onto the casket, but basically there's a piece of parchment paper that you're able to um, uh, write down uh, all of the uh, vital information. Um, you know, there were incidents in um, when there's flooding that has happened, unfortunate incidents, um, I, I believe Katrina was one of them in New Orleans, where um, there was flooding and caskets actually popped up out of the ground um, and were floating down uh, the street. Um, and good thing a majority of those caskets had um, the memorial tube because they were able to locate their loved ones and get them back to where they needed to be. Wow. Yeah. A, a totally different use than what I, you know, was was thinking of it, but certainly uh, very functional uh, in in a time yep. of crisis like that to be able to get that information quickly and and to wrap folks around. I think that would be uh, a very very important. Um, is is there one particular casket that's better than another one? I mean, is metal better than wood, or is it all? You know, like you said, some people choose the, the, the gloss of the wood versus the, the metal finish, but uh, is, is there one yeah. that's on top of, or, you know, better than the other? You know what? I, I would answer that question as, as it, 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 it really is a preference to the family. Uh, I can't really say that there's one casket that's better than the other, uh, but when you're buying a casket uh, from a reputable funeral home, um, they are going to be offering you a quality product. Um, you know, I can speak for the company I work for. The majority of the caskets are made in the United States. Um, they are, uh, they've got a warranty and a guarantee. Um, and it's really peace of mind. Uh, if the casket fits um, your budget um, and it, it has the eye appeal that you're looking for, um, if that's what you're looking for, um, if it's protection that you're looking for, um, if it's a color of a, of a green, uh, if it's color of a wood casket, or if it's a high gloss, there's many different things. There's velvet interiors, and if that's important to you, um, then you can select a casket with a velvet interior. But to say that there's one that's better than the other, it really, really is a, a, a preference. Uh, our company makes probably over uh, 700 different styles of caskets. Um, wow. And I can't really say that there's one that's better than the other. Many different colors, many different hardwares, many different interiors. Um, we've got we've got something for everyone. Um, I, yeah, which actually, because we're coming up against the break, so I I want to uh, uh, get back when we we come back from the break. We'll talk a little bit about uh, uh, exactly how you can customize and what you know, uh, customization options are available for you. Um, but just out of curiosity, do you have an idea of how much is a casket? I mean, it's, it's, uh, you know, pretty much a one-time use appliance. And, uh, you know, how do you, how do you know what, where, what the range is, I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, um, I know in California that any funeral home, that's a, any licensed funeral home is by law to give you a casket price list uh, when asked. Um, but uh, on average, I would say that caskets range anywhere from close to $1,000 all the way up uh, and upwards of $30,000. Uh, wow. You can buy a beautiful bronze casket with 14 karat gold hardware. 
Um, and if you want the Rolls Royce of caskets, uh, that is available to you. Um, but I would say um, your average casket uh, is going to range anywhere from two to four thousand dollars. Okay, I mean that's that's a good idea just for for people to keep in mind. Um, and of course, as fate would have it, we're up against a break. Um, in radio, you you always get into a conversation, then it's time to uh, uh, move move to a break. It never fails. Um, we will uh, continue our discussion uh, at the other end of the break. Uh, listeners, don't go away. We will be back in about three minutes. Uh, don't forget to visit funeralfact.com for information on this show. Uh, as well as uh, what's in store for upcoming episodes and to give us your feedback and ideas for future shows as we get uh, moving forward in this series. And uh, we'll be right back. provides essential information, in-home care, and support for seniors living with Parkinson's, Alzheimer's, dementia, and other disabling diseases. We spoke with renowned occupational therapist, Tipa Snow, about some of the myths surrounding Alzheimer's disease. Some of the myths about dementia and Alzheimer's is that people aren't trying and that maybe we should push them harder. There's a point at which the brain is dying, and so people are doing the best they can in that moment. What we could do is change how we go about it. Another myth is that it's all genetic. Not necessarily, lifestyle matters. How we live our life makes a difference. We also know that not everybody will get it. It's not something that for sure, as you age, you will develop. For more information on Senior Helpers, please visit us online at seniorhelpers.com. Senior Helpers is a member of the Alzheimer's Foundation of America. We are this close. We're this close. We are this close. Of our one team to making history. This close to changing the world. We are this close. This close. This close to making sure no child suffers a crippling disease. Ever again. This close. We are this close to ending polio. To ending polio. All we need is you. Is you. This close. If we donate now, we may lose this chance forever. Help Rotary make history at endpolionow.org. Moore's Mission Funeral Home asks, how do you want to be remembered? I'd like to be remembered as somebody who treated people with love and respect. I'd like to be remembered as someone who brought happiness to others. I'd like to be remembered as someone who made other people feel important. I want to be remembered as the sunshine gal, who was a compassionate listener with unconditional love. I would like to be remembered as a loving husband and father. I'd like to be remembered as the one that was fun and loving. How would you like to be remembered? And who will tell your story? Start to tell your unique personal story by calling Moore's Mission Funeral Home in Concord at 925-682-1100. It's your story to tell. What will be said about you? Call Moore's Mission Funeral Home at 925-682-1100. Let us help tell your story. Licensed California Funeral Home, CAFD-873. Imagine if I told you that an earthquake was going to hit tomorrow right where you live. That it would be 6.5 in magnitude with aftershocks occurring twice 25 minutes apart. You'd no doubt talk with your loved ones and you'd make a plan today. 
It's true. I can't tell you an earthquake will happen tomorrow. But what if it does? Shouldn't you have a plan? Go to ready.gov communicate and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. Let's continue our conversation with Ed Cox, a funeral service consultant from Matthews Aurora Funeral Solutions. Ed, uh, we've been talking a lot about caskets here uh, in the first half. Uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about cremation. So, you know, as as folks have their loved ones or they are cremated, uh, you need to do something with those ashes. Uh, You can obviously scatter them, but many folks don't want to, you know, they want to to keep that remembrance of their loved one or put it in a, in a crypt. Um, and uh, is that something that your company does as well? Yes, uh, our company does uh, uh, work in the, in the cremation uh, side of it as well. <clears throat> in fact, um, you know, we make, um, we make a full line of uh, cremation caskets, uh, cremation urns, uh, cremation keepsakes, uh, which is uh, families want to split up uh, what we call cremated remains um, and split those up into smaller portions so they can give some of um, the cremains to loved ones in the family. Um, we also make cremation jewelry as well, which has become popular over the last uh, few years. So, for instance, with the cremation jewelry, you, you j- take a portion of that and then you can wear that? I, I'm thinking of a necklace, maybe. I would probably, necklace would be the one that comes to my mind, but um, yeah, you the, have them with you. Yeah, the majority of the jewelry that, that, that we offer um, is sterling silver uh, jewelry, and they're, um, they are mainly um, necklaces. Uh, we do do bracelets, like a, heart, uh, a heart-shaped bracelet. Um, and it, it just it just takes a, a small pinch of the cremated remains, and you would uh, lock uh, the cremains in there and, and make sure it's secure. Um, we do do uh, rings. Um, we do do charm bracelets, um, and uh, we um, that's pretty much pretty much about it at this okay. point. But if if you if you consult with your uh, your funeral professional. Uh, at the funeral home, um, they they should have a a resource um, to find, you know, if there's something specific that you're looking for. Now, uh, I, I was curious, uh, some of our, our listeners may have uh, seen accounts of, uh, in December 2016, the uh, combined funeral service of Debbie Reynolds and her daughter, Carrie Fisher. Uh, Carrie Fisher was uh, buried in a customized uh, urn uh, that was shaped in uh, Prozac uh, pill, which was uh, one of the uh, uh, drugs that she had a problem with, uh, addiction with, and it actually had the Pro- Prozac logo and, and whatnot on it. Is, is that something that is available through the funeral directors as well? If somebody wants something that I can't imagine wanting to be put in a Prozac pill, but um, that was her family's choice. It may have been hers. I don't know. Um, is that something that the funeral directors can help with as well? 
so the, the funeral directors, yeah, the answer is yes. The funeral directors have access to many resources. Um, and, um, you know, if it is available, funeral directors should be able to find it for you. If there's a, a Prozac pill, I, I, you know, I don't know um, if that was something that was customized just for her. But um, what I've seen in my 18 years in the industry, um, you know, I've seen different publications of different companies come out where they can turn uh, the cremated remains, which is what some people call ashes, um, into diamonds. And I've seen uh, I've seen diamonds uh, that will put into a that's set into a, a ring. Uh, I've seen um, you know uh, remains shot into outer space. Uh, I've seen uh, more recently in the last six months. I've seen remains mixed in with uh, with ink uh, for a tattoo artist to um, to tattoo your loved one uh, onto your body. So there's, you know, if you can think of it, um, it can probably be done. Um, I've seen things out there locally where um, where family members have brought in, maybe it's a deflated, uh, I've seen a deflated football and they filled up the football with cremains because that person was a, a diehard 49ers fan. Um, so, um you know, it's it's uh, it's customized um, to however you would um, want to um, remember your loved one. Okay. Now, you had also mentioned uh, cremation caskets, and I, I was—is that a special casket for someone who's being, uh, or a container for someone who's being uh, cremated? Yeah. So there are there are caskets that are that are developed that are specifically for uh, cremation. Um, and the reason why they're specific for cremation is there's very little metal that is, uh, that is, is, is put into the casket. Um, it also leads us to, uh, you have many, and the reason why you'd have a cremation casket is families would like to have a full funeral service, um, with the body present. And then instead of including the ceremony at the cemetery, um, you'll conclude at the crematory. Um, and, and you can have all the um, services that you would have in a traditional funeral. Um, and, and another popular uh, casket that, is, that, that we see more and more uh, is a rental casket. And a rental casket uh, would be a, a full casket with a cardboard, uh, we call an insert. And that insert uh, slips into the, the, to, into the casket um, it's cardboard. It has an interior, has a pillow, um, and you would slide uh, your loved one into the casket, um, and then after the funeral service, you would slide the loved one out of the casket, and then you would cremate uh, the body uh, with the interior uh, and the cardboard insert. Oh, okay. Well, that's a, that's a good alternative as opposed to having to purchase a casket that would, in essence, uh, go into the crematory. Um, mm-hmm. So that's, I mean, that's a good option for families to have. Um, the, the other question I had was, uh, as, as uh, uh, of course, online retailing goes and, and, and uh, options are changing for people all the time, uh, there are uh, uh, the ability to purchase your casket at, you know, a big box retailer online without giving them a free commercial, but uh, there's one in just about every community in the United States. 
Um, is there a benefit to buying that way versus uh, going through a funeral director? Um, my experience um, with online providers um, in general um, is kind of the old saying, uh, you, you, you get what you pay for. Um, there's no guarantee. Uh, there's a few things that could go wrong when buying a casket uh, from a third party and not your local funeral director. Um, and a few of those is um, you, you may not be getting that solid cherry casket that you that the website told you that you were buying. Um, you know, it could have a nice finish on it and look nice and glossy, but when you look at it, it's not a solid cherry casket that you thought you were buying. Um, you know, it may not be an 18-gauge an casket. It could be a 20-gauge casket. Um, they could send you a different casket because that online supplier did not have that product in stock and on hand. Um, the big thing that I see that, that, that goes wrong when people buy their products online, um, and this goes for Costco or anybody online, is that um, when transporting that casket, there are many things that could go wrong. Um, and I've seen it firsthand where a casket is uh, delivered to the funeral home and there's a huge dent on the side of the casket or the front of the casket for that matter. Um, and the casket is being flown in to the funeral home and then taken off and delivered. Um, and it may be delivered the day of the, the funeral service or the next day. And the family does not have the time to replace that casket. Um, so it is my advice is to work with the funeral home. Um, most funeral homes have access to, like I said, hundreds of different caskets. Um, and those caskets that are being delivered to the funeral home, if they're using a, a company like Matthews Aurora, yeah, are those caskets are, are stocked locally in a local warehouse, and they're getting fresh inventory on a regular basis, maybe even a daily basis. So if there happens to be something um, scratched or damaged on the casket, that funeral home will get a replacement casket before the service. Um, so it's my advice, um, you know, if, it's, if you're looking for a price, um, work with your funeral director, because I'm sure that they can, they can accommodate you. Um, and you don't have to worry about the hassles of what happens if the casket is damaged or what happens if that is not the casket that I thought I was buying. Um, it's, it's best to work, work with the local funeral home. I, I would equate it to ordering your, your wedding dress online and having it arrive the day of the ceremony. It, it's not necessarily going to be the best practice for you um, to, to go through. And, and that, that would be my concern would be the damage uh, aspect, you know, because you're right. At that point, what are you going to do? You're, you're, you're pretty much stuck with what came back. It doesn't matter. And, and probably best to have uh, that local person standing behind the product um, as well and to make sure that everything is, is really the way that it should be and that you'd want your loved one to be remembered. Um, Ed, we 
have been eaten up by the clock once again. I want to really thank you for uh, uh, coming on with us, Ed Cox, a funeral service consultant with Matthews Aurora Funeral Solutions. Uh, I appreciate you taking time out of your day to educate us. Um, you'll find a link to his website as well as all of our other guests at funeralfact.com. I also want to thank you, our listeners from around the world, as we continue to increase in the rankings in iTunes, Apple Podcasts, and the Google Play Music Store. Don't forget to subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. Get on over to FuneralFact.com to find the links to our guest website, information on upcoming topics and episodes, and to give us your feedback. We really love to hear from our listeners. Until next time, this is Jeff Casper wishing you great days and good luck. Preceding broadcast is copyright 2017 Casper Media. All rights reserved.